0: You're listening to SoundSide. I'm Libby Dankman. Last month, as Fox 13 reported, residents in San Juan County began complaining that Amazon packages were causing a major backup at post offices and delaying regular mail delivery. People reported going days without receiving some bills, letters, and packages. And they weren't alone. Around the same time in November, at the post office in Bemidji, Minnesota, the number of Amazon deliveries ramped up, causing chaos for local mail carriers.
1: From talking to postal workers in Bemidji, it sounds like they had been told for a few years that Amazon was coming, that someday they would get this Amazon volume. Volume is logistics jargon for um, packages, for you know how many packages you have. So they were told it was coming. And then all of a sudden, it sounds like around November 1st of this year, it did come. And overnight, um, they had thousands and thousands more Amazon packages dropped off at their loading
0: dock at you know, five o'clock in the morning. That's Caroline O'Donovan. She's a tech reporter who covers Amazon for The Washington Post. She went to Bemidji to report this story and says Amazon deliveries that used to be handled by UPS were shifted to the U.S. Postal Service. The local post office wasn't ready, according to the workers. At one point, the packages were piled so high, workers couldn't even get to mail slots to sort it all. Bemidji is a small city 100 miles south of the Canadian border. Carriers there use their own cars to reach far-flung homes. And as Caroline told me postal workers in Bemidji have been pushing back.
1: So what the postal workers in Bemidji were saying um, and and saying, you know, apparently at risk of their jobs and careers because they've repeatedly been told that they're not supposed to talk about this and talk to the press. What they're saying is that they were instructed that they need to deliver those packages first, that their that their first priority for the day is to scan and deliver those parcels and that they can, they should deliver the mail when they can get to it. And to be clear, like the post office in Bemidji and nationally, wants all the mail to be delivered every day. That's their goal, is to deliver all these parcels and to deliver the mail. But in Bemidji, these people were saying what they were told is to scan and deliver the packages first and get to the mail if you can, but when your route is going from maybe you know a few dozen smaller packages to suddenly three or five hundred large boxes a day they were saying that there were you know bins and bins of mail being left on the floor in the post office overnight because there's just um not time in the day to get to it like these are people who um the way that rural mail carriers are paid they're paid on um, the amount of time that is predicted that it will take them to do their work so they're they're being paid for eight or nine hour days but they're working 10 11 12 hour days um in the cold and in the dark so you know, there was people were saying that, you know, their coworkers were breaking down and crying at work, just getting very upset. Tensions are very high. At least five people, I'm told, just quit and said, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, and on uh, November 13th, a few of them actually got together and held a, a symbolic strike um, outside the post office in Bemidji, which is a really big deal because it's actually postal workers are not legally allowed to strike. Um So for them to even get together on their own and organize that protest um, is a a somewhat historic event and definitely a sign of how much stress they're under.
0: Yeah, they had been pushed to that point, according to what they're telling you. So let's get to the root of this relationship between Amazon and the United States Postal Service. We've heard about financial woes at USPS for years Can you give us a snapshot of how the agency has been faring and what's behind this agreement between Amazon and USPS?
1: Sure. So the the agreement between Amazon and the USPS goes back um, more than a decade to 2012 or 2013. Um, And the two entities consider that deal uh, to be proprietary. It's secret. You can't, we can't actually know what's in it. The original deal at the very beginning was that some postal workers would be hired to work on Sundays and deliver Amazon packages. Um, In the intervening years, the financial situation at USPS has only gotten more dire. Um, They did away with some, you know, pension money that, that did sort of seem to help uh, temporarily last year. But then this year, the agency announced that it had lost uh, 6.5 billion dollars Um, And, you know, that's obviously people are sending more email, people are doing their mailing online, people are not getting magazines and newspapers delivered at the same rate, right? So there is a sort of existential problem at the post office and the Postmaster General Louis DeJoy has repeatedly said that his, uh, as part of his Delivering for America plan is what it's called, um, that what they need to do and what they plan to do is to become more of a logistics operation. Paper mail is on the decline, but obviously e-commerce, online shopping, and parcel volume is is not, right? It's on the rise. So their plan is to um, offer attractive deals to retailers like Amazon, but also, you know, Target or Bed, Bath & Beyond, um, what have you, um, and to do to to ship more of those packages, which they can charge a higher price for um, in hopes of increasing revenue for the post office.
0: Hmm. And so as the post office is losing more money. Do we know whether its agreement with Amazon has expanded? I mean, you're saying that the terms of the contract are proprietary, but when we hear about, for example, in Bemidji, packages that used to be delivered by UPS now being delivered by USPS, is there a sense that Amazon has put more of its business through the USPS and that USPS is trying to work to give Amazon incentive to use it more.
1: Yes, I think that is um, sort of central to the plan here. And in Bemidji specifically, my understanding is that UPS was doing most of this delivery work in their larger trucks um, and sort of overnight that got shifted to the United States Postal Service, people in their smaller vehicles kind of trying to do the same job that UPS drivers do in big box trucks, which is uh, what's causing, you know, the, the trouble there. Obviously, you know, it goes without saying in a lot of places um, Amazon does their own delivery. Right. And that's why this is a big issue in rural areas um, where Amazon doesn't necessarily strategically want to build a distribution center or delivery center or whatever. They're trying to, um, They're trying to find a a cheaper, more efficient way to get packages delivered to people who might be far out. You know, their driveways are a mile long. Those are, for any logistics company, those are the most expensive deliveries, right? Because you're burning more fuel. You're spending more labor. It's more time intensive. Yeah. The last mile. Yeah. The last mile is a lot longer out there, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, And do we know if the postmaster, Louis DeJoy, has actually said, or if anybody at USPS has said that... Local post offices should prioritize Amazon packages above the rest of the mail. I mean, that is such a key part of this story, because if the post office is having to lean more and more on business from Amazon and is trying to compete for that business, um, you know, I think that a general mail customer would be troubled by the idea that their regular mail isn't going to get delivered with the same urgency as an Amazon package.
1: Uh right, and from just wandering the streets of downtown Bemidji and talking to folks at the diner and whatnot, it's it is clear that that really does upset people. Um, I think it is important to understand that the post office is their their focus or what they're trying to grow is in packages generally. It's not that they want anyone to prioritize Amazon over, um, you know your. Kids' report card in the mail or whatever they want it to um, increase the total package volume. So it doesn't matter to them which retailer that's coming from. It just so happens to be that Amazon, um, you know, is is the largest retailer and has the most volume, um, or has the has the ability to dump the most volume
0: on them all at once. Got it. So so in Bemidji, for example, the feeling was that it was Amazon being prioritized. But in fact, what might be happening is just packages in general are being prioritized. That's right. Um, Now, the post office,
1: um, you know, uh, communications department has told me that their ultimate goal is to deliver all of it. Right. They want to be able to deliver the packages and the mail seamlessly all at once. Um, That's what they're trying to accomplish here. But I think in uh one off situations like in Bemidji or in San Juan County, it sounds like um that doesn't necessarily always work out right away. And I think it's um it's creating an acute problem in places where the staffing is already low, and then you have this sudden dump of packages on people and a lot of frustration. In the case of Bemidji, people then quit in frustration. Um, and then you have like a seriously compounded problem where people are saying, I'm actually not getting my mail for one or two days in a row. That's obviously not what the post office's goal was in in cutting these deals. Right. Um, but that is, I think, unfortunately, what is happening in certain rural communities that has people so upset.
0: Yeah. 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 You mentioned San Juan County. That is one of the other rural areas that you uh, highlight in your reporting for The Washington Post. Um, San Juan County is, you know, an island county. These are folks that definitely depend a lot on e-commerce these days. And um, Fox 13 first reported on this story where some islanders were pointing out that More mail was being routed. More packages were being routed through the USPS rather than UPS. And San Juan County saw this huge influx of Amazon packages suddenly starting on November 1st. And that caused a lot of um, chaos in their local mail delivery. What kinds of things are you hearing from not just San Juan County, but across the country and other rural areas about the impact on people of this?
1: Well, um, the United States Post Office is, I'm not sure if you know this, one of the most beloved institutions in this country. So when you write that something has gone uh, awry with it, you get a lot of emails. So I have a lot of emails from people who live in all different kinds of places uh, who are experiencing all different kinds of frustration with the mail and concern about the mail. I think, you know, a big thing that pops up for people is they want to know why is the post office run as an independent agency that's supposed to operate like a business business? people, you know, tend to think of it as like part of our government, like funded by taxpayers. Um, and it's not, um, and, uh, but as far as like where are other places that this is happening, you know, you do have to kind of be careful and, and really, this is why I, I went to Bemidji and who knows, maybe I have to head up to the San Juan Islands sometime soon. Um, You're welcome anytime. <laughs> Come on over. Um, I would love to, <laughs> um, but you really do have to like dig in, um, and, and, and talk to people and figure out what the exact dynamics in each place are. Um, I did uh, see a number of articles and people voicing concern, um, in the, in the mountains in Colorado and the Rocky mountains in various towns. Um, obviously, right. Like if the, if the San Juan islands, the mail has to come by boat, the Rocky mountains provide a, you know, similar not similar set of challenges, but equal set of challenges in terms of getting things to people. So it sounds like folks there, um, have also been having trouble getting both packages and the mail, Um, I mentioned earlier that um, this had come up in in Portland, Maine in the past, although apparently the um, Office of the Inspector General for the Post Office did look into that and um, didn't necessarily find that Amazon was being prioritized or that any packages were being prioritized as much as the issue was um, lack of staff. But like I said before, I think that the influx of parcels is also contributing and compounding the issue um, with understaffing. Um, as well as obviously things like pay and benefits. Um, so it's definitely something that uh, I'm hearing about from, uh, you know, across the country and all different types of places. I mean, I've even talked to city carriers in big cities like Minneapolis, who said that they're overwhelmed by Amazon packages some days. So I think it is something that people are concerned with in a variety of locations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And again, you detail in The Washington Post reporting that this is medications, this is payments, you know, things that actually end up costing businesses money sometimes because there's interest on late payments. And when those checks don't arrive in the mail, it causes compounding problems for them. Um, Caroline, what does the Postal Service and Postmaster Louis DeJoy say about all of this and delivery issues uh, related to packages in rural areas? I
1: mean, the main thing that they say is that they're a business and like any prudent business, they don't really want to share any details about the situation. But I think the main thing that they want people to understand is that they're doing some um, necessary changes and updates to sort of alter what the business model of the post office is, but that their ultimate goal is for everyone to get their mail um, and for for people to sort of be able to count on the post office for those parcels as well. So I think that's their goal and that's what they're they're working towards. Um, I just don't know if it's actually working in all of these places. And somewhat strangely they also they told me that they haven't yet recorded any significant problems in Bemidji. So even though there is this like outpouring from workers and from local residents, um, and it's sort of all anyone there could talk about when I was there, um, whatever system they use, whatever metrics they use, they, they, they said that they have, they're not aware of a significant issue yet. So, you know, I guess they'll have to just keep monitoring the situation and hopefully
0: come up with some kind of solution, um. It sounds like if they put a customer service email out there or a phone number, plenty of folks in Bemidji would be happy to inform them of what's going on. Well,
1: yeah, what folks in Bemidji have been doing is um, contacting their mayor and their city council and their local elected officials um, and their uh, senators. And uh, it's what I'm hearing is that. This week, um, staffers for Senator Tina Smith and Senator Amy Klobuchar will be meeting with uh, local residents in Bemidji and people who are concerned about this um, at the Economic Development Organization there uh, to to have a listening session and to hear more about what's going on. Um, so it, it does sound like um, those complaints are being heard by someone. I know that Senator Tina Smith and I believe Senator Klobuchar – uh, wrote letters to the postmaster sharing their concerns and like you said before, try- outlining uh, how much people do rely on the post office um, and uh, how, you know, service disruptions leave them vulnerable. Um, so we'll have to I'll have to keep an ear out to to get a sense of what happens um, after that listening
0: session and see what they plan to do. And you cover Amazon and your regular beat. It feels like maybe you've become a rural post office reporter (laughs) in in recent weeks um, with all the inundation of of feedback that you've gotten. But what is Amazon saying about all this?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Amazon wants people to get their packages on time, right? And they certainly don't want to be smeared for, you know, breaking the United States Postal Service. Like I said before, it's a beloved institution. So they, uh, they definitely don't want people to be having these problems. Um, what their spokesperson had told me is that they share before they cut a deal with any, you know, individual post office before they agree to shift volume to those stations. Um, they share forecasting data that um, approximates how many pallets and how many parcels are going to be showing up at roughly what time, um, and then they say that they continue to share that information on a weekly basis with the with the post offices um so it sounded to me like from amazon's perspective you know they had um been offered a price the price was nice they took the deal they were transparent from what they say about how many um packages would be showing up the post office said great and then something is going wrong like down the line from there because they're They're telling them how many packages it's going to be and the post office is accepting it. And then the postal workers are saying that it's not possible or that it's this incredibly hard lift or, um, you know, whatever it happens to be. Mm -hmm. That's what
0: that's what Amazon told me on the record for this story. Well, it seems like their eyes are bigger than their trucks or something is happening. There's a disconnect between what actually happens on the ground to get those packages to people's doorsteps and, you know, the policy that's agreed to um, higher up the chain. Caroline O'Donovan, a tech reporter covering Amazon for The Washington Post. It's just a really interesting story. And I think you're right that. It goes against the grain with what people think about when they consider the United States Postal Service and the realities of how it actually operates, which is, you know, an independent agency that has to find funding, has to make money. Um, Fascinating stuff. And I hope that um, folks are uh, still reaching out to you, still sharing their stories, but also that (laughs) you're not inundated too much with all that. No, I mean, it's, uh, I think it's really fascinating and I love hearing about the
1: post office. So I'm, uh, I'm more than happy to receive people's, uh, observations and complaints. Um, and I did see on Facebook that there is, uh, an Orcas Island mail boat. And I think someone said that they saw it sort of overwhelmed with packages of some kind. So if anyone has uh, a photograph or a video of um, a ferry or a male ferry
0: loaded down with packages, please send it to me. I would love to see it. Oh, yes. We have a lot of listeners out on Orcas Island. So um, tips go to Caroline O'Donovan. Uh, her email address is, is over at the Washington Post uh, website. What's your email address, Caroline? It's caroline.odonovan at washpost.com. Awesome. I can't wait to hear if you get the tips. Thanks, Caroline. Thanks so much. It was really nice to meet you. As Caroline mentioned, this situation with Amazon and the U.S. Postal Service is causing headaches for Americans in rural areas across the country, including Minnesota and Colorado. And we wanted to hear how this was affecting neighbors in our own backyard. So we reached out to the residents and business owners of San Juan County, who say the disruption in their mail delivery has been at minimum an inconvenience. For some, it poses a threat to their livelihood. Becky wrote in to say she's noticed the number of packages at the East Sound Post Office in Orcas Island has increased dramatically. She says many islanders don't receive mail at their homes. They pay for a P.O. box. And typically residents get a summons to come to the East Sound Post Office for pickup. Gas is expensive and many residents are elderly and they can't make the journey right away. So packages pile up even more. There are just a few postal workers at the East Sound Post Office and the increased Amazon volume clogs up that building. But as Becky puts it, residents don't really have another option. It's not much of a surface scratch to find many here who don't want to support Amazon at all. But anyone standing on the shore can see that ship has sailed. Our island is small and quiet, and we all like it that way or we wouldn't have moved here. But our small number of retailers can't supply everything our population needs and wants. Like it or not, Amazon has done a very good job at, as the saying goes making a big promise and keeping it. That's our producer, Sarah Leibovitz, reading Becky's email. We did reach out to Amazon for comment on the situation. In an emailed statement, Amazon spokesperson Sam Stevenson said, We apologize for any inconvenience delivery delays have caused our customers in the San Juan Islands. We'll continue reviewing weekly package volumes with the USPS and other delivery partners, and we'll make adjustments when necessary so customers have the delivery experience they expect. Stevenson also pushed back against claims USPS prioritizes Amazon packages, writing, Amazon packages aren't prioritized by USPS, a fact that they have already publicly confirmed. Like all other retailers, both large and small, we partner with the USPS to balance our delivery needs with their available capacity. USPS also sent an emailed response. A spokesperson wrote, It's no secret the Postal Service is facing staffing and hiring challenges nationwide, including throughout the state of Washington. As a result, there may be times when some communities could have inconsistent deliveries, such as what is happening in the San Juan Islands. The spokesperson added that the Postal Service continues to aggressively hire in many locations across the country, with a job fair recently held at the East Sound Post Office in September. Thanks for listening to Soundside. And hey, this show is only possible because listeners support us. If you are able to give right now, check out the show notes for a link to donate. And don't forget, you can listen live on KUOW 94.9 FM Seattle at noon and 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday or anytime online at KUOW.org.